Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, all three engines up and burning, 2, 1, 0, and liftoff. 5, 10, 3, 4! You're listening to the Twisted 10, bringing you original and unique post-created top 10 lists recorded live in world-famous Cocoa Beach, Florida with hosts. Hack Van Sickle and Adam Poston. And welcome to The Twisted Ten. The Twisted Ten is a top ten list generated by your hosts on this show. They're unique and original. So if you heard that during the intro, you're hearing it again now. I'm one of your hosts. Actually, I am a guest this week, Tack, on the show. My name's Adam. And I also am a guest this week as well, Adam. My name is Tack. Oh, nice to meet you, Tack. I'm, I'm Adam. <laughs> Hi, Adam. Hi, Tack. <laughs> so who, who is our host this week? I'm Andrea. Andrea Joy is hosting another episode. <laughs> oh, see, me and Andrea have this whole competition about yep. who can get the most downloaded so, episodes. So everyone, pick me, please, please, please. <laughs> so far, listening. I am winning. Santa Claus will bring you more presents. If they're hearing this, that means they're already downloaded. Tell your friends. There tell you go. Tell your family. <laughs> tell your pets. Tell yes. your mailman. Tell your garbage man. Tell your hairdresser. Uh, so this week, Andrea has prepared a list for us painstakingly uh, throughout the day today. Um, I and think she even said that she's done after this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was because of it. I don't know if it, look, make it, it sounds like something easy to do is to come up with a unique top 10 list each week. At least that's what we thought when we created the show. Yeah. But we're discovering each week that it's ours. Like, oh shit, this is a lot of research. I know, you can't just go with like, before we were like, oh, it's my week next, yep. yay! And now it's still like, oh fuck, whose is it? Like <laughs> it's yours. And then we literally like point and laugh, like, yep. ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Some of these lists take uh, days to create, <laughs> and uh, if you're a procrastinator like I am, you wait to the last day, if not the, uh-huh. like two hours before the show, and then you're scrambling to put oh, together geez, a list. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Maybe that's why mine aren't the top like your two. Down- <laughs> Let's put a little heart into it, okay? Yeah, no kidding. 
Uh, all right, Andrea, this is your show. So for the listeners that might be listening for the first time, whoever the host is of the show, and that includes if we have a guest in the studio. By the way, Jay Alvarez, who usually is here with us, is out this week. He's got some car troubles. So, uh, Jay, this one's uh, this this buds for you. I don't I don't know where, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know why we're dedicating it. To yeah, no, we yeah, also no, have a charity. It's for Save Jay's save, Car. Save, save Jay's engine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, go there and donate. Um, no. But how it works is either uh, one of the three or four of us as hosts in the show have that week or one of our guests come in from out of the cast and they run the show. So after our little intro spiel is over, they take over the show all the way to the very end. And that's that's how we that's how we operate. What other tech? What other podcast that you've ever heard? Let's a yeah. stranger or a guest come into the studio and completely run the podcast episode for the whole uh, episode. I just think, um, oh, yeah, nobody. That's right. That's what we're bringing to you. All right, we're done, Andrew. <laughs> All right, whenever you're we're ready. Just getting the crowd primed and ready for you. That's right, getting them pumped up. I couldn't read my own handwriting. Me and Tack are fluffers. Wait a All minute, right. what? Wait. Wait, what? You have to learn how to do the pillows right on the couch to be a fluffer. <laughs> All right, so the top ten tonight. Yes. Is, drumroll please. Oh, this is going to be good. The oh. top ten creepy urban legends that really happened and one that didn't. Hey, that list sounds familiar. Nope, I listen to yours. Yours aren't urban legends. They're not stories like that. Oh. It's just yours was remember. things She's that we think is real. Is it one of the most downloaded episodes? The urban legends? Yeah. Wasn't that the one? Top one? No, that was the religious practices and stuff. Uh, uno momento. Yours is stuff that we thought was true that isn't. This is what yeah, is right, true. Yeah, right, right, right. I just want to see if These it's... are creepy, like, haunted ghost story type things for Halloween time. I gotcha. So the number one downloaded of all time for us is Top 10 Twisted Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, okay. And the the episode <clears throat> she's referring to, Tack, is urban legends and facts that we think are true but aren't. So oh, probably I should remember have been, a couple. Probably should have been okay. called Wives Tales or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember some of the couple of the topics now. So, yeah, you're okay. right. You're right, Andrea. All right. Take it away, baby. Number 10. <laughs> okay. She was patiently <laughs> Number 10. 10. Number 10. Number 10. The pig pen of death. What? The legend. Is this like the kid from the Peanuts? <laughs> it's a favorite of gangster and horror films. The villain has the hero tied to a chair, and he threatens to gasp, feed him to the pigs. But pigs aren't really man-eaters, are they? What with the cute tails and all? <laughs> the truth. It turns out pigs are almost into eating us as we're into eating them. Whoa. Ooh, I like me some pig. A Vietnam yeah. War vet in Oregon started raising pigs as a form of treatment for his post-traumatic stress disorder. His family described the farm and pigs as a lifesaver. In 2012, the man went to feed the pigs and was never seen again. At least 99% of him was never seen again. Uh-oh, what part did they find left? Wait, can we take bets on it? Does it say? <laughs> it's kind of funny because we eat most of the pig, too, except for, I don't know. It's unclear what exactly happened in the pig pen. Maybe he had a heart attack, Left or maybe foot. one of the pigs decided that the action that action needed to be taken before Easter rolled around again. Whatever the pigs, what the pigs on Easter. <laughs> what, do, what do pigs on Easter do? Ham. 
Did the guy oh, oh, resurrect? Oh, oh, spiral hands. Did the okay. guy resurrect or something? What's going on? However, the course of events went. The man's piggy pets completely devoured him, leaving behind only his dentures and a few tattered scrapes <laughs> of fabric and flesh. Dentures. That's all that was left. I think that's the other part of the pig we don't eat too. The teeth. Oh yeah. <laughs> the teeth. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they we were, eat the bone. It was vengeful. Pig. Like they were out to like they were starting a, a movement. You know, like, I'm just saying. Like an animal farm? <laughs> you know, it's one of the saddest things. I grew up in North Carolina, and we lived kind of on a farm and kind of not. Uh, I mean, my grandmother had like 125 acres, but my uncle, right down the road from us, had the farm with all the animals. And, of course, we would go out and play with the chickens in the chicken coop because it was a giant walk-in chicken coop as big as the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd play with the pigs and chase them around, and they'd knock us on the ground every once in a while. Uh, and then... Turns out they were trying to kill you. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then come around a, a, a holiday or a big family gathering weekend, and you're out there playing with your pig, and then you see your uncle shoot it in the head. Aww. I mean, oh my god, yeah. that's, that's a nine year old boy watching a pig get killed this, on a farm. This you conversation did not go where I did thought it take it was a good. did it take a curve? God, yes. <laughs> I did not expect that at all. Uh, but that's pig sad. does taste good. Oof. All right, sorry. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. All right, number nine. We had those in North Carolina. Number nine. Number nine. Black Water. The Legend. Oh, is this the poop in containers in Iraq? <laughs> That's what they call poop water in the container. Sorry, go ahead. A person or family moves into a new home and the water from the sink and shower is completely black. The black water is a result of a liquefied deposing, decomposing body. Ooh. So the truth. Guests at Hotel Cecil in downtown Los Angeles were having trouble with their water. There was weak pressure, it smelled and tasted funny, and it wasn't just coming out brown, it was black. Unfortunately, the residents of the Cecil kept bathing and drinking in the hotel's rank water for nearly a week. Finally, one of the reluctant-to-complain residents mentioned something about the water, and a maintenance worker was sent to check things out. He made a stomach-churning Stomach-churning discovery, the decomposed, liquefying body of a young woman. She had somehow fallen into the tank. The body was that of Canadian student Alyssa Lam, and it's remains, it remains a mystery of how she ended up in the water supply. Was it an accident or something I know more story. dark? I've heard this story before, too. This yeah. is the one where the chick went crazy. They yeah. have all that surveillance footage of her, like, yep. acting weird as hell. Yeah. that's good. So, but the baffling thing in this story is not the girl that... And we oddly ended up in a, in a, I think of the story was it was a sealed water container, which was make, making it even stranger. However, how long are you going to be in a hotel drinking some black water before you right, complain? That's a week. Why. A week. <laughs> if I've got, you guys complain if there's a little speck of dirt in one of our water glasses, let alone uh-huh. black water. I wouldn't water. drink black no, water. No shit. I wouldn't, I don't even think you could boil the blackness out. Well, that sounds racist. That sounded that, racist. That I mean, it, wouldn't, it wasn't safe. <laughs> when you turned it on, it would come out black and then turn clear. So it would be black for a few seconds and then turn clear. Oh, okay. I just think it's funny that they took them that long to drink it to but complain. They would just let it go for a little bit and then start drinking it once it was clear, thinking it was just the old pipes or something. It was like, uh, hey, the water tastes like shit. Um, was it black? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> Can you imagine making that complaint? Man, this water tastes like somebody died in it. Uh, <laughs> ma'am, somebody did. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Another fact is the um, the Cecil Hotel has been the scene of numerous murders and suicides, and not one but two serial killers have stayed there. Ooh, Ooh. serial killers! 
Have you seen the movie 1409? Yeah, yeah. John Cusack? Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. I like Cusack. It's right. good shit. You guys did hear at the beginning that one of them wasn't real. Oh, no. That's our twist? That's the twist. Oh, oh no. One of them's not real. Yeah. It's not that one. That's the title of it. That one's got some credibility. Creepy urban legends that really happened and one that didn't. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Number eight. Number eight. The Collector. Ooh. The Legend. Like baseball cards? The Legend. From Bo Radley to Kimmy Gibbler, we're always worried about the creepy neighbor next door. (laughs) Every killer since Kane has been described as quiet, unsuspecting, and white. Which is great because that means you never know who you should be scared of. That guy right there. I'm pointing to Tack. The Truth. What's that? Go ahead. The Truth. A man living in a nondescript apartment is found to have a large collection of human-sized dolls. But the story gets worse. Worse Beneath the frilly dresses and blonde wigs, police discovered mummified human bodies. Turns out the bodies had been going missing from cemeteries in the city, about Ooh. 250 miles east of Moscow. The trail eventually led to the apartment of a local historian, Anthony Moskvin. He collected human corpses, which he dressed in women's clothing and wigs and posed around his apartment. Oh, and their faces were all covered and eerily featureless, likely as a method of preservation. The collection wasn't just remarkable for its grossness, but also its scope. Russian police found a whopping 29 human dogs dolls packed in Moscow's apartment. Ugh. Dad, this this is best corpse you could buy for the money. This is best corpse. That's it's, the most Russian the I can do. It's yeah. not bad. It's, it's, I don't know. There's a little hint of French in there. In, <laughs> uh, so this is, his name was, it, it was in just a little bit east of Moscow in Russia, and the guy's name was Moskovitz or something like that. Moskovin? Moskovin. M-O-S-K-V-I-N. Oh, no, I'm so Sniffing a fake. I guess we'll find out at the end. All right. Number seven. Number Number seven. seven. The Escapist. Escapist. The legend. That's what I did with my (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Escaped out of that relationship. A woman left for dead is buried in a shallow grave. She awakes and digs herself out of the grave. The truth. As surreal as this sounds, it actually happened in 2011. Whoa. A Polish man was unhappy with his fiance's looks, so he convinced a friend to help kill her. After they thought they had murdered her, they boarded her up in a cardboard TV box, but did a shabby job at the actual burial. Because she was able to cut through the duct tape with her engagement ring, which he left on her, and was able to dig herself out. What did he and his buddy do after burying her? They used her ATM to take out a wad of cash and to have some fun it didn't take the police long to find them oh my god how do you almost kill someone (laughs) i mean maybe they were having a little that's the first thing you said i told you you can't do anything right motherfucker (laughs) exactly (laughs) can't even kill me it's they're polish though can you do a polish accent uh, i don't know what polacks sound like (laughs) wow that sounds bad well that's that's what they're called i I think right that's not insensitive is it polack that's what they're they're polacks I thought it's just Polish. That's said a Polish man. <laughs> Is that like a lispy person trying so. to say a policeman? It's a Polish man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Had to. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what a Polish accent <laughs> is then. Hey, man, you Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How the hell did Polish or Polacks, no, I'm not trying to say that insensitively, however, how did those become, how did that culture become the butt of all the dumb jokes in America? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't understand that because they're not a dumb culture. I mean, no. well, they can't murder their women. You know what? What? I stand corrected. <laughs> they can, nobody can murder their women like us Americans. <laughs> Merka. Merka. Number six. Well, we Number murder our women right. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't leave wedding rings on their finger. <laughs> Pawn that shit. Uh, all right. Number six. Number six. The Deadly Elevator. Deadly Elevator. The Legend. Metal doors clamp down on a helpless victim who can do nothing but scream and tear as the elevator stings and begins to rise, shearing off their head and limbs as it does. It's a scene that turned up in several cheesy horror movies. Yep. Scariest thing ever. If you're stuck on an elevator, would you pry it open and climb out like halfway through the floors? (laughs) I was in uh, an episode of uh, The Office. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, have I ever seen The Office the, Sorry, show, the show? Yeah. Well, there was an episode like just like that where this elevator got trapped between floors. And um, there's a married couple on the show. And so the girl was trapped inside. And then you have the door open and everything so they can talk, you know. And he's like, why don't you just hop out? Hop out? And she's like, nope. I know it's going to fall as soon as I do. So <laughs> I want to live. I'm just going to stay here <laughs> until they get it up. <laughs> and uh, this was kind of funny. Did you say the truth on that one yet? The truth. Dr. Hidoshi Nikaido. Dr. Hikashi Nikaido. Hidoshi Nikaido. Hi. Bless you. On August 16th, 2003, became pinned between the doors at the shoulders as he was getting on. To this day, no one is exactly sure why the elevator didn't open again or shut down when the doctor became trapped. Inspectors have suggested it may have been caused by a single wire out of place. As the door held Dr. Nakaido in place like a, like a vice, the elevator began to ascend. It sliced his head in two at the mouth, leaving only his left ear and lower jaw attached to his body. Mandible, shmandible. But imagine being the other person in the elevator with him. She was a nurse oh, who had to spend up to there? an hour in the blood-soaked box oh. with a good doctor's head. And oh actually 30 God. people are killed by elevators each year. Oh wait! And so if he it, was his body was outside the elevator and his head was inside. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! That's even worse. I, th- <laughs> I I I would think in that situation I would rather the body be in the elevator with me for an hour than the head in so, the elevator. So I'm guessing there's no way to save this guy because a doctor and a nurse couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> well, the doctor lost his head. I know, and the nurse is supposed to be right there to back him up. <laughs> I know, right? She didn't have anything to attach it to. She was just stuck with the head. It's just excuses. It sounds like a good lawsuit to me. (laughs) Malpractice. That that nurse was getting ahead in her career. (laughs) Uh And with that, we will take a break. (laughs) All right. Okay. Here at The Twisted Ten, we love the participation that we get out of our listeners, both through email, thetwisted10 at gmail.com, or through our Facebook messages. If you have your own idea for a top ten list, shoot us a direct message and let us know. Even better, if you're interested in coming and guesting on the studio, we can either set it up over the internet, so anywhere in the world, or if you want to come into our studio in here, let us know that as well. No other podcasts let their listeners take over the entire podcast for the hour, but that's kind of the concept behind The Twisted Ten. So let us know. We look forward to hearing from you.
and welcome back to the Twisted Ten. This week is Andrea Joy's top ten urban legends and the truths behind them. <laughs> sort of it's creepy urban, urban, creepy urban legends, legends that are true and one's not. Okay, almost was there. That's it. All right, you want to give us a summary? Just the titles of your ten through six. Yes, number ten was the pig pen of death. Number nine, black water. Black water. Number eight, the collector. Number seven, the escapist, and number six, the deadly elevator. All right. So number five. Number five. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, I like those movies. Those are funny. The legend. Weekend at Bernie's looks like nothing more than a silly movie on the surface. It takes the old urban legend, the story of the dead body that is dragged around and posed with by others, and tries to make it funny. But when it actually came true, it wasn't funny. Uh-oh. The truth. Two friends, Rob and Mark, went to get their friend went to their friend Jeff's house for a prearranged night out. They claimed they didn't realize Jeff was dead, the victim of an accidental overdose. Figuring Jeff was passed out and drunk, they put him in the car and <laughs> went out on the town. Oh my god. All of it was on Jeff's tab, of course. They eventually took him home and at the end of the night realized that he was not in a drunken stupor. He was dead. And unlike the funny movie, there's no happy ending here. The two men were charged with abusing a corpse, crim- criminal impersonation, and identity theft. Oh, wait a minute. Is it impersonation if the body is the person? I don't know. And you don't know they're dead? I don't know. That's, that's what I mean. They obviously were indicted for it. So probably yes is the answer to my question. <laughs> However, wow. you bring, bring old Jeff out. By the way, these men were all born in the city together. Uh, you're only allowed to name your children one syllable. Rob, Mark, <laughs> Jeff. Um, but anyway, could you imagine that you go you go to pick up Jimmy and he's passed out drunk? First of all, if somebody's passed out, I would never happen with Jimmy. You don't. Well, that's a well, good point. Well, they figure he'd eventually wake up and start hanging out with them again. Yeah, so, Tack, if you ever come here and I'm completely passed out, I would never drag you out. Yeah, n- number one, that's a lot of work. But yeah, yeah, that's that would suck. Of course, what if I was the cash cow? Because apparently, Jeff. Was the cash cow? They needed him. Yeah, they they had to take him out. They did. I wonder if they tied strings up so they could pull it and raise his arm. Just Uh, like we can get Bernie at the other end of the bar. Hey, Jeff, you got the tab? (laughs) Pull the rope. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. We're we're acting it out, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) Jeff's hand raises on the on the (laughs) bar mysteriously. Well, if that guy at the end of the bar, his name is Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, two two boiler makers. What movie was that? Uh, Dumb and Dumber. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Number four. Number four. The Lavender Town Syndrome. Lavender Town Syndrome. Another good word, lavender. It's a good word. (laughs) (laughs) The legend. There's so many tales that run rampant in the video game industry, like the soul of a young boy trapped in his video game, torturing players unlucky enough to obtain the cartridge. Bizarre transmissions from identified number stations broadcasting encrypted messages that predict the future and even deaths. So the truth, a true video game story. During the first few days of the release of Pokemon Red and Green in Japan back in February 27, 1996, a peak of deaths appeared in the age group 7 to 15. A what appeared? A peak of deaths. A peak of deaths. Oh, peak of I thought death. that was a character. I'm like, Pika, I know Pikachu. What's P- who's Pika? Pika deaths. I. I was like, 
Peak of deaths? Who's that? A peak of deaths. Okay, got yeah, it. That's what I thought, too. I was like trying to follow along. <laughs> the children were usually found dead through suicide, usually hanging or jumping from heights. However, some were, some were odd. A few cases recorded children who began sawing off their limbs, others sticking their faces inside an oven and choked themselves and their own, with their own fist. The few children wow. who were saved before killing themselves showed a sporadic behavior. These suicide and illness only occurred after children playing the game reached Lavender Town, whose theme music had eventually high sequences that studies showed that only children and young teens can hear. After the Lavender Town incident, the programmers had fixed the Lavender Town to be a lower frequency, and since then, children were no longer affected. Whoa. There was actually a thing where you can hear the the high frequency of it, just like cause their brain. And it was made where if you put headphones on, it had one sound in one ear and another, a different sound in the other ear. They were at really high frequencies. Oh, uh, what is that stuff called? Because they they have those are. I mean, there may be science behind it. So if there is, forgive me. But it, to me, it seems like a scam. They have those things that you can listen to where you've got some sounds in one ear, some sounds in another, and they're supposed to stimulate things in your brain to release certain chemicals in your body, i.e weight loss or muscle growth or you want to get taller you listen to these sounds what the hell is that stuff called or make you go crazy yeah, yeah. or or make you go crazy hang on let me look that up real quick because that's a cool that's nuts that's a really cool name okay here it is so there's something called isochronic tones or there's another word for them it's called binaural beats so yeah it's exactly that it's where it you hear one sound in one ear and one sound in the other and it's supposed to hypnotize you or tell your brain to release certain toxins or endorphins or adrenaline or, or whatever you need. It's, it's really interesting. I tried listening to some of that for sleep when I was overseas. Uh, and it's part of why I wear earbuds to bed every night now still, but I tried listening to this and did nothing for me. I mean, it only worked. I only listened to it for about 30 seconds. Then I fell asleep. I had, it doesn't work at all. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Now I have tried them before though. And all right, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Death Hotel. Hmm. The Legend. A young couple on vacation rents a hotel room for the night in a foreign city. They're only there for a few minutes when they notice an odd smell. They check the bathroom, the fridge, the trash cans, and they can't find any source of the foul odor. So they decide to go to sleep for the night. The next day, the wife drops something under the bed. That's when the couple discovers the secret of the smell. There's a dead body in the mattress. They didn't check under the bed. Dun, dun, dun. How do you not check under the first place I'd look? I'd look under the bed. It's inside the mattress. Oh, it's dun, inside dun, dun, the mattress? So Ooh. the urban legend goes. Creepy. The truth. The scenario actually happened more times than you really want to know. Holy shit. It happened around the world, including U.S. cities like Fort Lauderdale and Pasadena. It happened most recently as 2003 in Kansas City when a traveler spent three nights in a smelly room with a mysterious odor. So the next time you're in a room with a strong smell, check the mattress first. You know, all I can think of in this story is, hey, 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 my name's Vinny and I sell mattresses for the mob. (laughs) Uh, In our mattresses, we got the best cushions. Just trust us. Don't look. Just trust us. That's right. We got the best cushions down here. (laughs) Hey, Joey. Joey. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Mob sells mattresses full of people. Yes. Got it. (laughs) And now they're watching us. 
<laughs> and number two. Number two. 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 Chase, chase, chase. Kill, kill. Killer lives hidden in family's house. Ooh, nice. Ooh. The legend. Dun, dun, dun. A family starts to notice something about the house they're living in. Things go missing. Other things that shouldn't be there <laughs> inexplicably show up and eerie footsteps are heard. Next thing you know, the whole family is found murdered under circumstances only they and their squatter slash killer will ever know. Interesting. The truth. The horror story takes place nearly a century ago in a small German farm named German farm named Hinterkaufick. Oh, the Hinterkaufick. Oh, that's murders. That's I east. I know all about this. Yeah. That's east of uh, Choker with your dickhead. Sometime around <laughs> mid-March of 1922, the farm's owner, owner Andreas Grub- Gruber, am I saying it right? Gruber. Gruber. I'm not sure. Is it began Meg to notice strange things happening on his property. He found weird footprints, keys went missing, unknown items mysteriously showed up, and the family began hearing footsteps in the attic. The Grubers just shrugged off the weirdness and went about their normal lives. They should have checked the attic, though. On the evening of March 31st, 1922, Andreas, his wife, daughter, two grandchildren, and the maid were all brutally murdered by someone wielding a maddock, a maddock, a tool that's half pickaxe, half axe, and all deadly. But he wasn't completely terrible guest, since the animals were all well fed when the family's bodies were discovered four days later. To this day, the identity of the killer remains a hotly contested mystery. Creepy as hell. Yeah, I know that story. There was a story that was similar to that one with a this Asian homeless woman that was living in somebody's attic. In her cupboard. In the cupboard. And that was her way through the house was in the cupboard, right? There was a hole above the that end of the attic, right? I thought she lived in the cab in the cupboard. Really? Maybe there's more than one Asian woman story about somebody living in a house. Hmm. But yeah, she lived there and uh, for like six months or something. I mean, for a long time in the house, feeding off food in the house when the owners were not there. And yeah, creepy. Wow. Number one. Number one. Psychotic X cooks one. dinner. Ooh. The legend. Ever since Glenn Close made a generation of guys squirm with rabbit-killing ways, stories of yielded lovers cooking up their ex's beloved furry friends have, ca- have captured the public's imagination. There's no better way to establish a character as candidate for worst person ever than having them kill an adorable pet. Mm-hmm. The Jeez. truth. Ryan Edie Wattenpaw of Palo Cedro, California. <laughs> wait, wait. Sounds like... Does he work, <laughs> do you work at Hogwarts? Ryan Eden Wattenpaw? Ryan Edie Wattenpaw. Ryan Edie Wattenpaw. That sounds like a nursery rhyme. <laughs> Riding needy, what and Paul coming down the... No, I can't. I can't come up with anything for it. He sounds like a real charmer. His <laughs> girl... He's what? He's riding and eating what? Camel paw? <laughs> well, anyway, it didn't matter what his name is because his girlfriend broke it off with him due to his abusive ways. And his horrible name. She's like, I am never going to become a what and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, McCurdy, Edie, what Paul? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? McCurdy eating what? <laughs> McCurdy eating what and ball? <laughs> you guys want to hear the story? Yeah. Oh, we made her mad. All right. Okay. All right. Shh, I'm sorry. Ryan decided to reinforce her decision by attacking her in her home. 
The woman managed to flee, but when she returned to her apartment, Ryan and her Pomeranian bear were gone. A month later, Ryan and the woman reconciled, and he offered to whip her up a home-cooked meal. After the romantic rendezvous, Ryan solved the mystery of the missing pet with a stomach tur- with stomach tur- churning texts. Here's what it says. Oh, and P.S. How's your dog taste? I thought it was better with barbecue and those Hawaiian rolls. I guess you can bury what you didn't eat. What? Bitch. Ah, the smile on my face when you read this is priceless. Not long after, a small bag appeared on her doorstep, and when the woman opened it, she found Bear's tiny severed paws inside. Yes, Ryan returned what was left of his girlfriend's dog in a doggy bag. Oh. That is just messed up. What's wrong with people? He wasn't watting paw. He was eating paw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he didn't eat the paws. He sent oh, him back. Sent him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the barbecue sauce and wine rolls didn't fix that. Oh, wow. uh, I think I've uh, I think I've had that same delicacy at one of our local Chinese buffets down here. Yeah, delicious. That's the why do you not see cats or, or dogs around Chinese restaurants? Are you guys ready right. to pick which one wasn't true? Yes. Can you do me a favor? Can you run through the titles again, if you don't mind? I think I know it. I think I know it. I think I know. So let me let me. Can I qualify it real quick? Is the whole thing made up, or is just the truth of it made up? Like, did you? They're all urban legends. The truth is, the truth is real, and one isn't. See, I told gotcha. that. I see. I'm onto something here. I think I know it. Sorry. All right, number ten, the pig pen of death. All right, number nine, black water. Number eight, the collector. Number seven. The Escapist. Number six, The Deadly Elevator. Number five, Weekend at Bernie's. Number four, The Lavender Town Syndrome. Number three, Death Hotel. Number two, Killer Lives in the House. Number one, Psychotic X Cooks Dinner. All right. What do you think, Tack? Which one do you think is the made-up one? Well, I know that the Hendrik Hayfick ones are, is true because I know that story. And I know the water tower one too. I know that. Yep, agree. Um, so I'm gonna guess the weekend of Bernie's. I'm gonna guess the elevator. I don't remember the title of that one. And the escapist is that what that one was? Should have been called the elevator. The one I made up the story for was the Lavender Sin- Town Syndrome. Uh, Not real. Damn, that sucks because I did all that research on. <laughs> On what? <laughs> on the sounds for the lavender town for the binaural it's an urban legend. The oh. binaural sounds. Uh, Interesting. Holy crap! That took so me all for the rest were. Well, you did say real. it didn't work. Yeah, that's so. true. I guess. I guess that should have been our clue. Is that I was saying it didn't work the whole time, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. Shit. That was a, one of the ones that I believe more than anything. I guess the deaths would have been a little bit of a clue, maybe, in that story. Maybe that one was crazy. You took us down. Um, a trip on this episode. Andrea. This is a dark episode. Oh, well, Halloween's coming up. I thought it should be a little spooky. Okay. That's good. Can we lighten it up? Can we turn the lights up a little bit? <laughs> Tacky getting scared over there, No. Buddy. <laughs> but if you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at thetwistedtan at gmail.com. Have you checked that lately? I have not <laughs> checked that lately. You probably have three or four emails in there. Probably all from me. Probably. Don't you go emailing that anymore. <laughs> Or uh, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetwisted10. And you can also find us on Twitter at thetwisted10. 
I figured out a way to post directly to Twitter on Facebook. When I make the post on Facebook at the same time through Libsyn, I can publish to the Twitter account as well. I'll work with you on that later. Nice. All right. And next week, we're going to have Tack doing a Twitter. Tack next week. Yeah, I don't have a a (laughs) teaser for it. (laughs) Point and laugh. Point and laugh. Uh Wait, you already knew what you were going to do. I don't. You had an entire list. You you made it up at the beginning. You said, that's what I'm going to do. I did? You, don't you have an entire list of episodes that you're going to pull from on your phone? Yeah, you pick but one I of those and give us a hint. It. I have to go through it. and I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a teaser. So. All right. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here, guys. Andrea, that was an awesome list. Thank you for putting that together. I know, I know you threw it together in like 10 minutes, but it was still a really good list. <laughs> she how many hours did she, she say probably she put eight on hours in on that eight okay, hours like on those. and let me tell you guys like she's not using like a tablet or a phone no it's all paper yeah it's Can all written that? down it's all paper great now that's going to be the initial next like, week <laughs> amish <laughs> okay all right let's get out of here uh andrea again good list and uh I'd be willing to bet that's going to, with this time of the year, that'll probably make it up there pretty high. Please, please, please call your friends and pets and goats. <laughs> Unicorns. All right. On behalf of the Twisted Ten, I am Adam. And I am still Tack. And our lovely host for the week. Andrea Joy. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>